0: Welcome, everyone, to our Wizarding Wednesday, where we are going through another chapter of Harry Potter on our Mangum Talks Pottering Around. A subsection of Mangum With me today are the uh, wonderful muggles, Spencer and Sarah.
1: I'm not a muggle. I'm still waiting for my letter.
0: I am so a muggle, it's not even funny. (laughs) So you're saying you're waiting on another admit letter Sarah I thought you completed your education shit
1: I gotta rethink this <laughs>
2: no, let, let, let's be fair if an owl shows up at your door with a letter you're going to another 10 years of school that's just how it works
1: well, how do you think I got a PhD
0: <laughs> I, I was gonna say on you the know. other side of things I feel like you've been majoring in
2: potions for quite a while for, for mm. our podcast mm. to say the least mm. this is true
1: arithmancy I think I'm not sure
2: this is leading me to. I mean, I don't know exactly how how English graduate students get their acceptance letter. I can tell you that getting a law a law school acceptance letter was a very different experience.
1: <laughs> no owl. It was not an owl that
2: <laughs> delivered mine.
1: Well, you chose the wrong profession, Spencer. Oh, I, I tell myself that every day. But luckily,
2: I've got <laughs> these kinds of things for escapism. So, um, I think. As we are uh, trying to
0: do, we'll do a quick recap of the chapter, which Sarah's going to head up, because if I do it, it uh, she'll be very unhappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we'll go into our uh, individual sections and the things that we choose to talk about.
1: Yeah, and I was told last time that my self-enforced deadline of two minutes on the on the summary, I went well over time. Thank you, BJ. So I have like actual <laughs> notes this time. This we are gonna get. Mm. We are gonna get through this real fast.
0: So is this the first time you've read a chapter for a plot?
1: Yes, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know All if right. I liked it. Um, okay. Well, are we are we uh, ready?
2: BJ, P- uh, do you have your timer? Going? Uh, I do. I do. Okay.
1: Okay. So we are now on chapter two, the Vanishing Glass, and so we start out ten years later from the first chapter, where Harry was an infant, um, and we are right back with the Dursleys, and they are exactly as Dursley-ish as they once were. Um, We find out very quickly that Harry actually lives in the cupboard under the stairs with all of the spiders, and the day that we meet them, it is Dudley's 11th birthday, um, and all of the birthday things are happening, and we really pretty quickly see some sort of mild Cinderella-esque child abuse happening in terms of Harry and his relationship with the Dursleys. Um, As they kind of go through their breakfast and uh, Dudley opening his birthday presents, which there aren't enough of, um, the babysitter who's supposed to take care of Harry, Mrs. Fig, while they take Dudley and his friend to the zoo, falls through. They have to take him on the birthday trip, which is like the first time that Harry has been like out in the wild with them. I don't know. It's weird. Um, So they go to the zoo. A snake (laughs) winks at Harry. Harry winks back at the snake. Uh, Dudley and his friend freak out. Push Harry to look at the glass. The glass disappears, and they are suddenly in the snake enclosure. Um, the snake escapes while saying Would to Harry... Would you say it
0: is uh, <laughs> slithering away?
1: It's it's slithering away um, <laughs> on his way to Brazil, which he's never been to. The snake was bred in captivity, but that's another story. Um, and Harry, who it turns out has been discovered in loads of inexplicable situations before, ends the chapter in Deep Shit with Vernon Dursley.
0: Wow, I am very impressed. Yeah, uh... Right around. Did that How about that? <laughs> How about them apples? I like them apples.
2: Well done, sir. Well Thank done. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I actually prepared for. This.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and your preparation you is homework. paid
1: off. Um, yeah, so that's essentially the the sort of gist of of this chapter. It's kind of an interlude chapter to get us, I think, where we're going. Um, so you're
2: saying I, I just... chapter two is an interlude chapter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sarah I also just, I just also just realized that you've essentially volunteered to deliver like 16 book reports over the course of the show chapter so, reports chapter, chapter reports chapter
1: um a... plot was always okay, a the book hardest. report of 17 parts <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so where do we want to go from here
0: um so I figured we'd each do our segments and then um maybe we'll we'll introduce a segment that, that I'm going to call pestering Sarah, where we ask you questions about the Harry Potter world and sort of where certain things fit in, uh, sort of thematically and or um, more specifically since um, while I have read this book and, and the next one uh, a little bit over a decade ago, Spencer is a brand new. Um, okay. hopefully this won't contain too much in the way of spoilers but um if it does we'll say something and uh maybe say oh you'll find out
2: <laughs> oh that delightful taunt!ic great
1: <laughs> a real teaser there um exactly. we'll tell mm. we'll tell people to take their time turners and go on um oh sorry that's third book okay <laughs> <laughs> i know nothing <laughs> it's a different language um
0: so I'm happy to go first with yeah, go my um, made-up word and or uh, goofy pun. And mine is just going to be uh, Mrs. Dursley's pet name for for her son, Dinky Diddlium's.
1: I which... was rereading this chapter um, today because I was, uh, A, doing plot summary, but also... Reading it, thinking, what is BJ going to pick out? Because this is like a relatively normal chapter. We are not in magic stuff mm-hmm. yet. Um, yes. They're just kind of moving around in the world, doing their stuff. And I swear to you that I chose that as what you were going to pick.
0: Yeah. Uh, there There isn't much in the way of puns or anything else. But I chose that because just the the idea that there's this 10, 11, 12-year-old, probably, you know, a 10 or 11. I think 11, he's 11, 11 yeah. There, mm-hmm. um, having, uh, being called dinkly... Dinky uh to his face and kind of accepting it um, oh, yeah. at that He's age. Um, th- there were a bunch of things about this chapter that made me question a lot of things about the book, but we will get to that in in our final segment. Um, but mm-hmm. but dinkly Didlium's as the just <laughs> I one like of those... that it changes
1: every time you say it too.
0: <laughs> What? Dinkly Duddy Dums. It's Dinky Dinky Duddy Dums. Oh God! Dums. Just just whatever <laughs> it is, like you know, it's one of those those pet names that that a parent has for a child that the child should recoil from. Mm-hmm. But there's something mm-hmm. just so wrong with Dudley that it doesn't, because he really revels in it.
1: Um. I don't no know. spoiler. He does recoil from it. Not in okay. This well, book, he doesn't here, but later, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, the definitely seems to be an element of his personality. It's realized that by being a baby, he gets more things with less fuss. Yes, like yeah. his, him yes. still throwing tantrums whenever he wants something and fake crying. Yes. So. The other th- putting, putting up with pet names may be part of that.
0: Yeah, so the other thing that I just wanted to point out as just sort of an insanity that, that glared at me, but it mm-hmm. isn't a pun. Um, just the, the description of him as a child as a large pink beach ball wearing different <laughs> colored bonnets. Was That's a just, lovely description. Yes, Wait, a, so evocative does it, and entertaining. Does
1: it say bonnets in your edition?
0: Yes, Actually, but colored is spelled wrong
1: interesting because in my edition it says um what looked like a large pink beach ball wearing different colored bobble hats interesting Mm
2: -hmm. uh i've got bonnets too that's fascinating, uh, spencer i think we're
0: reading the um american sorcerers
2: (laughs) they're sorcerers (laughs)
1: uh yeah well dinky duddy Dums or some version thereof does come up in other books with less pleasant results
0: gotcha (laughs) Um, all right. So Spencer, I'm going to turn it over to you before, um, before long. You can do your segment <laughs> of, uh...
2: yeah. yeah I, I'm going to, I'm going to call my segment now uh, just newbies notes okay. of where there is ultra, such a cultural background of Harry Potter of where I can't avoid it to a certain degree over the years of him growing up. But it's led me to have certain preconceptions about how the story and the world work that don't necessarily mirror what I'm getting when I'm going through the text. So I'm so just going to highlight a couple of those I find surprising. A
0: PG version
2: of your previous segment on GOT? Uh, a certain element of it, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but first thing I found interesting that I wasn't necessarily expecting was how much this chapter read like a classic fairy tale mm-hmm. of where it is purposely, It's a, it's a child's account of child abuse in terms of it purposely being I- exaggerated. He literally lives in a cupboard underneath a staircase with the spiders for friends. Dudley gets 37 presents and throws a fit that it's not 39 that include everything from a VCR, a bike, to a freaking gold watch.
1: I'm, the, the gold is, watch on the 10-year-old, 11-year-old now, I guess. Like, that one really sort of threw me.
2: Yeah, it it it, it 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 surprised me to the degree that it is purposely being styled like a fairy tale, where it's meant to be exaggerated, it's meant to be over the top, it's meant to be evocative of all of the extremes a child could imagine about what an unequal upbringing would be like, and that just caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it to be that kind of steeped in classic folklore. Uh, the other thing that I was not expecting was how magic works. I was expecting, based on the fact I've got a Harry Potter theme park very close to where I live, that. Uh, Magic was through wands and magic words. That's been most of the visual I've had of how Harry Potter magic works. What I see here is more tied to, like, you know, the Twilight episode, It's a Good Life, of where it's just a natural natural force about him that he doesn't have full control or understanding Mm -hmm. of, but makes him have almost godlike abilities when he wishes to. I mean, he makes glass disappear at a will. He suddenly reappears in the top of tall buildings. He's able to instantaneously regrow hair. This is a wide array of skills that he's not had any prior training about that just seems to come to him by sheer act of will. And that's not how I expected magic was going to work in Harry Potter.
1: Well, and so I can give a little bit to kind of preview our last segment, I guess. I can give a little bit of explanation to that in terms of the world and how that works, which is Mm -hmm. that before children kind of reach the age where they go to Hogwarts at, at 11 or where they go to some sort of magical school... Um, if they have magical abilities, those come out in kind of random ways in times of heightened emotion. And so mm-hmm. when Harry is scared or angry or hurt or whatever, um, he can kind of make things happen. But he doesn't know how it happens. He doesn't know how to control it. Um, and so in, in like, Muggle families don't really notice it necessarily um, until they put mm-hmm. together the pieces after somebody's gotten, like, an acceptance letter to go to Hogwarts, right? And then they're like, oh, well, hmm guess that explains some things. Um, but in wizarding families, where there is a chance that if you are born into a wizarding family, um, you will not actually have any magical powers, um, the same thing happens. But wizarding families know to be looking for it, to to sure. know that their kid has been born a wizard um, or a witch, and not what we will learn eventually is called a squib.
2: Hmm. Well, it seems like the, Dur- the Dursleys having... Knowing about, you know, uh, Miss Dursley's sister mm-hmm. have a prior exposure to the magical world and aspects of their, I'll call it, upbringing of uh, Harry Potter seem to be built around the notion that they're expecting him to develop magical powers mm-hmm. and they're taking steps to control that.
1: Anything they're to squash trying to it al- out of him, yeah.
2: Yes. So that that is interesting mm-hmm. that they seem to have a bit of a connection of the magical world to expect that this is coming and be actively working to avert it.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, but we get those stories a couple of times um, because we meet a couple of squibs eventually and kind of hear their stories as well as some like magical folks whose parents were not super sure that they were going to have magical abilities and started putting them in situations of high stress to try to (laughs) kind of like force them out of them. Squib
2: by its structure sounds like a putdown. Should I treat that as an insult as we're going through the text?
1: It it, it is. Um, okay. We don't ever get there a different like a term for it, um, but it is. And so it's the only term that's ever used. But like it is, it certainly makes you a figure of pit. Um, mm-hmm. Although some of the squibs we we meet are like so terrible that really cares about calling them a squib. <laughs> gotcha. So but, so huh?
0: not quite like Raga,
2: but
1: not quite like Raga, mm-hmm. but kind of on that spectrum. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, Well, that's what I got for Newbie's Notes. Uh, Sarah, what do, you, what do you got for your segment? All right, so, so Spencer, are- I was going to say, oh. squib is mm-hmm. like those... Uh, it's the, fa- the it's fake, the fake exploding yeah, yeah. bullets, yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Sarah.
1: It's also... It doesn't have something to do with fireworks, too?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, ba- it's basically just a little tiny explosive that you set off for a
1: purpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. So we are still, like, very much in the Muggle chapters, so I'm still on every day I'm Muggling. And... Um, <laughs> I have a passage here where like we first find out that Mrs. Fig has broken her leg and can't walk, watch after Harry. And they're trying to figure out what the Dursleys are trying to figure out what to do with this because like they really, really, really don't want to take him to the zoo uh, because Dudley will not appreciate <laughs> that. I don't, this is a whole, this whole situation is sort of bizarre, um, but Harry is like sort of joyed overjoyed by this situation because like something different is going to happen to him and so at some point they're kind of going through this list of people who might be able to take him and kind of checking them off the list and we get this passage you could just leave me here harry put in hopefully he'd be able to watch what he wanted on television for a change and maybe even have a go on dudley's computer and like in terms of just how childhood works, this is, like, this parenthetical of, like, I'm in the house, like, alone for just a little while, and I can do whatever I want. And, like, compounded mm-hmm. by the fact that, like, Harry really can't do anything that he wants in this household ever, really. Um, but he has this moment of, I could watch the TV and play with the computer, and also just the idea of the TV and the computer in the house And like those being the recreation activity that falls away from this narrative pretty quickly. But here it is forefront in his mind. And I found that really charming, especially as an only child Mm -hmm. who liked to be left alone in the house when my parents (laughs) went out somewhere. So that is the most muggle of muggle moments. I like it. Uh,
0: Um, uh, So, sorry, Spencer, you're going to say something?
2: Yeah, I've got to say um, that reading through that chapter, one of the things that struck me was uh, Mrs. Fig, the uh, mad old lady Mm -hmm. who I think broke her leg, was it? Yes, she tripped over her cat. That's totally you, Spencer. A, that's totally me, and B, I think I've finally... Cabbage.
1: Her house certainly there, does.
2: I, okay. I just had cabbage soup, so my house smells <laughs> of cabbage, so we're continuing this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm so Mrs. Fig. I also just thought to myself, as reading this, that I've reached a stage in my life of where spending an evening looking through a book of someone's old cat's, kind of sounds fun (laughs) that 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 seems like a pleasant way to spend an afternoon i guess there's a stage in life when you reach that of where that just becomes your entertainment
1: spencer we've mentioned it on this podcast before but i'm going to send you a copy of old possum's book of practical cats please
2: please do that
0: sounded so intriguing Uh, all right so in our last segment of where we ask sarah questions um hopefully we'll limit it to to only one or two per um i ha- actually have two so one of them is um i noticed that the the muggles of muggles have um repeating first letters in their names mm-hmm. and i i is that a continuing theme that the the muggliest muggliest of muggles have uh Dudley dursley and his uh friend and... oh peter
1: polter peter polkiss like that yeah yeah um, well, it's it's not, and partially we know that because we have Vernon Dursley and yes, Petunia true. Dursley. Um, and, like, really, we meet some other muggle. Um,
0: but the muggles don't
1: matter. But the <laughs> muggles <laughs> matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I'm trying to think. We we get introduced to a few of them. So we do get introduced to Vernon's sister, Marge. Um, so her name is Marge And I believe so Hermione's parents are muggles and I don't think either of them have a G in their first name. Yeah. I think that is I think that is left for the worst of
0: the worst of the muggles. Yeah. Gotcha. So so the really the muggliest of the muggles. The muggliest of the Mm. muggles. Yeah. And I think Um, that we can mm. see
1: that Dudley and Peter are. Like, not great in the world. (laughs) No, um, no. So I I
0: will say that, you know, as I'm reading through this, I am appreciating more because I am at least a decade older than when I last read it. So I can appreciate books written for other audiences a little bit more Mm -hmm. or a lot more. Um, (laughs) But there are some things that just like when I try and square them feel very weird that like a 10 or 11 year old can't add two to a number. Um, and also, I think this book was written, I want to say, in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the insanity of presence that, that Spencer touched on. But like, um, you know, a VCR, a computer, a gold watch, and... 16 games. Yeah, so so <laughs> what does Vernon do that basically has access to basically unlimited funds and at least one friend that... that you know, is vacationing in Mallorca on some, you know, random time of the
2: year.
1: I, it seems to me that he, his like job at the drilling company, Grunning's drill company. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he does, but he seems like he's some sort of, I don't think it gives him a job title in the first chapter. And even then it seems would be like 10 years like on. Um, manager or
0: foreman or something like that. It doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like a position that he'd just be like Scrooge McDuck.
1: Well, so So. I will, what I will say is that in the muggle, the early muggle chapters of the second book, Vernon is having like high muckety mucks from another company over to his house for dinner to try to close a deal with them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm. Um, So it suggests to me that he might be like a VP or something like that.
0: Okay. That does make more sense. Yeah. So I I think that
1: he is like actually sort of executive in this pretty middling local company he, he's c-suite yeah
0: yeah um okay so dudley not being able to do simple math just still doesn't quite make sense I, that, that if, still if it's doesn't make sense if it's, yeah right if it's <laughs> being told century. from Har- harry's point of view um then then that that does make more sense. spencer i'll i'll turn over the uh putting sarah on the hot seat to you <laughs>
1: i've been All preparing right, I've my whole two. life for this <laughs>
2: <laughs> well mine is a, I mean, some of these questions I'm sure you're going to want to say you'll find out but one of the ones I'm seeing a lot is that there appear to be a lot of magical characters that pop in and out of the muggle world mm-hmm. I guess I'll call mm-hmm. it um, to what degree are the magical world and the muggle world separate mm-hmm. intertwined interconnected how does it work necessarily or is that something I should wait to see separate but equal
1: yeah I mean it is <laughs> clearly not um <laughs> I don't think it's super spoilery that you get moments of it at different at different periods. And for the most part, um, magical people and families live... Ki- Some of them live really in and among sort of muggle families. Um, but mm-hmm. most of them t- tend to live closer towards the outskirts, mostly because they are working and interacting mostly with magic people. Um, so they are pretty separate. There are a few... So we will, and none of this is spoilery except in sort of world building, but there is um, a Ministry of Magic that kind of does all of the legal and governmental stuff in the magical world. But their main main purpose is to make sure that muggles don't find out about wizards. Like that is Hmm. their reason to be.
2: There's a men in black of the magical yes, world. That's exactly
1: what it is. And so hmm. there are a lot of different departments that deal with a lot of things, but like their core focus is like the muggles shouldn't know about us.
2: I'm guessing there are certain I'm guessing well I'm gonna see at some point a memory loss spell of some degree based on how much they're popping in and out and interacting with
1: people. Yes, that's true. And that's one of the kind of things that they have to deal with situations, particularly where like magic has got out of hand around.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, follow-up question. Uh, I briefly decided to look at, the, uh, I've heard before the various um, wizarding houses or various houses that kids are assigned once they go to the magical school that I'm assuming we're going to get to at some mm-hmm. point in this book or maybe the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it looks like a snake is on one of these. Yes. Uh, appropriately, uh, Slithering. Mm-hmm. Should I deem it in any way relevant that the first major animal that we see Harry Potter interact with over the course of the series is a gigantic seemingly rather intelligent snake. Does that prove relevant
1: for later? You should absolutely put a pin in that for later.
2: Okay. It it did strike me as interesting that of the various emblems here, uh, I don't think, from what I know culturally, Harry Potter ends up in the Slytherin house, but it seems (laughs) interesting that that's the first creature he magically interacts with. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. um... You have,
2: like, three chapters. (laughs) Just, Just... Just hang
1: on. It's coming soon. Okay, yeah, okay. It's coming soon. Again,
2: again, I know enough to hang myself with this, and it's just interesting to see what I can <laughs> connect together or otherwise get misled by.
1: Yes, um, but Harry will dwell on this ad nauseum at various points in his interesting coming yep. into being. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I got. All right,
1: all right. So we're ready for the next chapter?
0: I think we are. So thank you all for joining us on our Pottering Around with as a subsection of Mangum Reads, and that is a subsection of Mangum Talks. Uh, you can find all of our content on www.mangumtalks.com. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or want to complain about some Muggle thing, you can uh, <laughs> click Contact Us at the upper right of the website. And you can find all of our content on iTunes, Stitcher, or our website itself. And thanks for joining us on this uh, Wizarding Wednesday. Till next time, everybody. Bye, y'all.